Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. I think I'm going to ask the band to stay and uh, they're going to prophetically interpret the Word of God tonight. No pressure at all, just that's what the Lord's telling you right now. Tim might break out into a tropical house groove later on. Hey, I just say hey from uh, Desma. She says hi to everyone here tonight. Uh, and uh, she's at home on the Central Coast. And uh, she's doing really, really fine, really well. Uh, it's been three years now since she's been uh, completely off antidepressants. And uh, the Lord set her free from depression. And she's following great nutritional paths and eliminated sugar and things like that. And just doing really, you can see her skin and her hair and nails are just shining with God's glory and His life and His health. So we celebrated our 33rd anniversary last year and I surprised it by putting some rocking chairs on the front veranda. When you're over 50, you're allowed to have rocking chairs. I love it. We could sit out there and hold pinkies and uh, bring a greeting from Mark and Darlene, our senior pastors at Hope You See. Uh, I fly straight back tomorrow morning and there uh, we have a worship conference uh, starting tomorrow night, uh, running through to Wednesday night. That, yeah, they are. Uh, and it's just going to be an awesome time uh, in the presence of God. And uh, it's good to be back here. Ross and Mary Lynn, thank you for the privilege of being with you. Just love being around you guys. And this is a, just a marvelous church. God's doing really, really good things. It's a great time to be alive. Thank you for coming tonight. The, the title of this uh, little session here is When We Worship. Say that with me. When We Worship. Every time you see it up on the screen, I want you to say it with me. Will you do that? It's not if we worship. It's not like if you get around to it sometime, but we will worship. And I want us to look at what happens when we worship tonight. Psalm 98 says this, Sing to God a brand new song. Something happens when a man, when a woman, when a child sings. It does something beyond what you're aware of. Singing, you, you can have a, a speaking voice and you can shift to a singing voice. Just like that. You can, now, it doesn't matter whether you can sing, sing or not. It's, that's not the issue. Something happens inside of a man and a woman when they actually begin to sing. The Bible says, sing to the Lord a brand new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. Uh, he made a world of wonders. He rolled up his sleeves and he set things right. God made history with salvation. He showed the world what he could do. The whole world comes to attention. Look, God's work of salvation. We were looking at that tonight, praying for those that are out the front here tonight. And, and God's work of salvation is working in them. He's working you he's working your family you don't realize what the spirit realm is what is occurring in the spirit realm when we worship shout your praises to God everybody let loose the band and sing strike up the band round up an orchestra and play for God add on a hundred voice choir don't you reckon they're a good choir feature drums and loud guitars Loud guitars, Matthew. Let the sea and its fish give a round of applause with everything living on earth joining in. Let oceans, breakers, 
call out encore. The mountains harmonize the finale, a tribute to God when He comes, when He comes to set earth right. You see, what is worship? Worship is many things. We can't even begin to, do, to describe it all tonight, but what is worship? Worship is, first of all, our response to His majesty. Come on. Even the word majesty in English can, can't describe the greatness of God. But it's our response back to His majesty. It's not worship. It's not something we're trying to make happen here tonight. We're trying to wind it up and crank it up and jack it up. Some people are so low, you've got to jack them up to bury them. We're not trying to hype up worship. Worship is our response. God loves us so much. He poured out His love, His kindness upon us, His mercy upon us. He's forgiven you. He's healed you. He's set you free. Worship is simply our response back to that majesty. And it takes a lot of faith to do that because you can't see Him. Eugene Peterson says it this way, Worship is a tribute to God when He comes. John 4, 23, a very well-known verse in the New Testament. The hour is coming and now is when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship Him. God is spirit. And those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Let's not pretend to worship God. Let's not put our hands in the air and have a little fake worship. Let's do the real thing. Let's make a connection with God. I can pretend to listen to my wife or I can actually really listen to her. Yes, honey. Yes, dear. Yes, yes. I can turn and look her in the eyes and I can actually make a connection. Make a connection with God tonight. You can all sing. You've got a song inside of you. God doesn't care if it's out of tune, in tune, in between the black and the white notes. He loves it all the same. He's got software beyond our software that's, that's perfect pitch, man. He just puts it through all that. He hears it amazingly. Just sing. Come on, if you're barren, sing. If you need a breakthrough, sing. If you need healing, sing. Come on, say, it, say these three words. When we worship, it's like Paul and Silas in a prison cell. Their chains fell off and the prison doors were swung wide open. See, don't just make worship about you. See, Paul and Silas were going against the grain. They should have been complaining. They should have been crying. They should have just been depressed. Their hands, their feet were tied up in stocks. And the Bible says, as they began to worship God, those things fell off. But then here's the great miracle. All the prison doors opened. Every prisoner in that prison was set free. Did you realize that when you worship, it's God setting other prisoners around your life and around your town and your district free? Not only that, the jailer and his wife and his whole family gave their hearts to Jesus. They got born again. Come on. When we worship, there's supernatural things going on. Here we go. Come on. When we worship, we become more aware of God and His greatness. When we worship, kingdom dominion is established in our lives. When we worship, demons tremble and the angels join in. When we worship, walls come down and bondages are broken. Come on. When we worship, God takes His rightful place in our lives. When we worship, the spirit realm changes around us. You see, God, God wants the spirit realm in your street to change because you're there. We live in a suburb on the central coast called The Entrance. And anybody in our church that we met after we shifted there and bought the house, they're like, why would you live there? 
What are you doing in that? That's not a nice suburb. Well, we're there to actually bring some change in the spirit realm. The entrance is changing by the, by the Word of God. You know, the first thing we do in the morning is put some praise music on, fill the house. You want to actually change the atmosphere in your house, in your car. I dare you tomorrow morning, the first thing you do, even before you hit the bathroom, turn the music on, wake the whole family up, and let praise echo through the corridors of your house. If you're not allowed to do that, do it in your car on the way to work. If you're not allowed to do that, put some headphones on and walk down the street and let the atmosphere of God, come on. Worship is, carries an atmosphere. We're changing atmospheres around Harvey Bay. You're changing it around your life. This is not just a Sunday event, just a moment in the house. Come on. When we worship, healing flows. Hearts are open. I can't believe the amount of testimonies. Yes, I can believe. That's silly saying that. I can believe the amount of testimonies that we hear of people being healed right in the middle of worship. Of course you're being healed. We're worshiping the God, the creator of the heavens and the universe. Of course you're being healed. Of course depression is leaving. Of course those miracles are happening. Come on. When we worship, we get to experience why we were created. We get to experience Him. Wow. This is like selling ice to the Eskimos tonight. Like this has just been the most amazing worship service. And it's like we didn't even need to preach. We just need to keep worshiping the Lord. But it just reminds you of why we're doing this and what happens when we do this. Psalm 29 verse 1 says, Honor the Lord, you heavenly beings. Honor the Lord for His glory and strength. Honor the Lord, the glory of His name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of His holiness. Take another look at Him tonight. Come and take a look at God. You can look at your circumstances. You can look at the trials. There's some people tonight you're facing in devastation. Like someone on this side of the building, like you, you just said it tonight, you feel like your world is caving in around you. I want to tell you, we serve the creator of the heavens and the universe. He wants to rebuild your world for you in the name of Jesus. Take another look at God. Take another look at the beauty and the grandeur of God. Sometimes we just take it for granted. Darlene tells a story of, she flies a lot around the world still, and, and I fly a lot. And you, you get an, you remember the first time you go on an airplane, it's like, ooh, you know. It's, it's funny sitting beside those kind of people who get on the plane. They've been on the plane ever before. And, and she was flying, and, and, and she gets out her books ready to read and her music to listen to. And, but the little, little uh, four-year-old kid in front was with his mother, and, and he's like, the first time he was flying, and he was like, oh, look at that, Mom. Look. Just, he was just in so much awe of, of this opportunity to fly and see these little ants down the ground. And they're, oh, they're cars and people. And like everything changes in perspective when you fly. You agree with that? You start to see things from God's perspective. It's like hey, those big problems are now just like little anthills. They just don't matter that much. Take another look tonight. Take another look at Him. Like turn your eyes on Him. You see, we worship God because He is worthy. He's the only one in the universe worthy. Worship Him. Psalm 139 verse 14 says, Thank you. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. All husbands look at their wives and say, Oh, thank you for making her so wonderfully complex. I'm still trying to figure her out. So wonderfully. You know, I heard someone say that trying to understand women is like trying to smell the color nine. <laughs> Think about that for a second so fearfully and wonderfully made. God, you give us a lifetime to figure this out. Take another look. 
Take another look. Psalm 136 verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good. His faithful love endures forever and ever and ever. Psalm 116 verse 12 says, What can I offer the Lord for all that He has done for me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and praise the Lord's name for saving me. I will keep my promises to the Lord in the presence of all His people. Just the simple act, and we've talked about it before, the simple act of lifting your hands up before the Lord. It's a statement in the realm of the Spirit. It's a statement before the people of God. In the Hebraic culture, men and women would lift their hands up to let other people know that we're there. I'm a follower of God. You know what? We lift our hands up. We let heaven know I'm a follower of God. When we lift our hands up, we let the devil know I'm a follower of God. I dare you to do it. Like, just... Just do it. Be the hand raisers. The biggest shoulder muscles in town because our hands are always in the air. When one gets tired, put the other one up. Like, just I follow God. God, he, He rules and reigns in my life. One Timothy chapter six. At just the right time, Christ will be revealed from heaven by the blessed and only almighty God the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. He alone can never die, and He lives in light so brilliant that no human can approach Him. No human eye has ever seen Him, nor ever will. All honor and power to Him forever. Amen. Worship responds to His greatness. Worship answers to His greatness. Your worship is determined by your perception of God. I can't believe it. I I hear it all over the place still. People are afraid to come to church because they think the roof is going to cave in on them. That's their perception of God. Well, if I dare go to where other people worship God, the roof will fall on me. God's not like that. He's so kind. He's so loving towards you, friend. He He just wants you to be in His presence and He wants to be in your presence. I mean, God will come down every day and walk with Adam in the cool of the evening. He wants to walk with you. He wants to be in relationship with you. His kindness, He's kinder than what you think He is. Your worship is determined by your revelation of God and His goodness. I can tell there's a lot of people here tonight that have a great revelation of God because of the way you worship in this house in Bayside. Revelations 5, verse 11. Then I looked again. Come on, someone look again. Then I looked again. And I heard the voice of thousands and millions of angels around the throne and living beings and the elders. And they sang a mighty chorus. Worthy is the Lamb who was slaughtered to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Worthy. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Thousands and millions are crying out, Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy. Worthy. Acts chapter 13, 22 says, After removing Saul, he made David their king. God testified concerning David. I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. You see, a man or a woman after the heart of God is a worshiper. Psalms, we've been reading the Psalms. They're full of worship. They're full of praise and honor to God. Come on, be a, be a person with a heart after God. 
be a worship of the living God. We, we, I can't possibly put into the English language the stuff that goes on in the realm of the Spirit and in, in, your, in your life. Did you realize that every cell in your body listens to the sound of worship? Every cell, every muscle, every organ, every, every bone, every ligament, every bit of tissue in your body hears the sound of worship coming from your life, responds to the Almighty God. Do you realize that scientists have now proven there's healing in music? They don't call it worship, they just call it music because that's all they know. But the frontal lobe is where people carry depression. The frontal lobe of the brain, they've actually tested this and proven this, that the brain, the front part of the brain gets healed listening to music. Well, why not worship the Lord and get double the power? Wow. Wow. I've discovered you cannot be depressed and praise God at the same time. It's absolutely impossible. Did you know that, that depression has taken over 50% of our population? Survey of 55,000 people that 48%, almost 50% said, I suffer from depression. Tonight, if you, if, you, if you need to get right with God, this is a good moment to do it. If you need to get saved, the Bible calls it being born again. It's simply committing your heart to Jesus and say, Lord, I surrender to you. I want to do it your way. I want you to come and live in me. I want you to forgive me. I want to serve you. Just simply slip your hand up right now if you're in that place. You say, I want to do that tonight. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.